Hey everyone, this is Will. Uh, welcome back to the Oregon Libertarian Podcast. I'm so sorry for the long hiatus. Uh, I had to take care of some personal uh, health uh, and mental health issues, and I think I've got them uh, dialed in now. So uh, all is well. I feel honestly better than I did before. So that's great. Way better uh and uh yeah again sorry for it's taking so long to get back um i just realized before hitting record also that i never really gave a update on the rage against the war machine um uh event in washington dc and i apologize it was a fantastically attended event thousands of people uh at the lincoln memorial uh, really great speakers. Highly recommend you go and listen to that if you search for Rage, uh, Rage Against the War Machine, uh, Washington, D.C. I'm sure it'll come up in like Rumble or if you have to use it, use YouTube. But uh, yeah, uh, super great. Really felt like felt like we uh, really gelled the anti-war community together. I, there's a bunch of new groups in different areas talking to each other. I feel like we've... Uh, you know, stitched together some neurons uh, that weren't uh, there before with different anti-war groups so they can communicate. So uh, I'm really excited about that and really happy um, that it's, yeah, it's a really great um, development. Um, but yeah, really quickly though, today I wanted to get the ball back uh, rolling on this podcast. Uh, so, you know, people in our state party can get regular updates and find out what's going on and get some juicy little tidbits of content. Um, uh, today, I'm going to talk about a letter uh, Julian Assange wrote to the king of the new king of England, King Charles. Uh, uh, but uh, and then give some brief updates at the end about uh, what's going on at the party. Obviously, we have a convention at the end of this month, and I'll give you some information on that if you didn't already know. Um, highly recommend people come out that, that day and come to our convention, but more information, uh, at the end of the podcast on that. But, uh, first I wanted to say, um, Wednesday was world press freedom day. You may not have known about it because, uh, it's kind of a joke, uh, when Julian Assange is, uh, still locked up in Belmarsh prison, uh, and for, no crime that he's committed in the UK just because uh, there's a uh, attempt right now by the United States government to extradite him. Uh, so he can, I guess, be held accountable for betraying the United States when he's an Australian citizen. Like it's very bizarre. Um, but uh, yeah, just briefly wanted to touch on maybe one of the more prominent figures, uh, you know, um, touting you know, World Press Freedom Day, Samantha Power, who is a walking hypocrite, uh, embodiment of hypocrisy, uh, very basically the the face of compassionate uh, interventionism, uh, compassion quotes. Uh, And, uh, you know, she tweets out, journalists around the world are facing a serious new challenge, lawfare, censorship that uses lawsuits to silence journalists and their investigations in surging and threatening for us. Uh, it is, is surging and threatening free press and democracy. Sorry, that wasn't a very well written sentence on her part. Um, 
But yeah, and I just love seeing all the posts one after another. Julian Assange in her feed. I love the new Twitter. God, it's great. Um, you know, I still am leery of Elon Musk on a lot of levels. I think he has too many ties to the deep state and the military industrial complex. But, you know, everyone's got good and everyone's got evil in them. And, and I really love the manifestation of slightly more freedom on Twitter. I can, I can be happy about that. So, um, man, uh, I love all the roasting that happens on Twitter now when hypocrites talk about things and everyone just kind of ratios them. This is, it's great. Um, you know, one of the best people on Twitter, uh, about Julian Assange and one who has made it her personal crusade is, Misty, uh, uh, or uh, her handle on Twitter is Sarcasm Stardust. I recommend everyone go give her a follow. She's really been uh, a hero on Press Freedom and the whole song stuff. And I just love following her Twitter feed and watching her uh, call out all the hypocrisy about this day of Press Freedom when we are basically imprisoning the uh, the most prominent, you know, most you know, consequential journalists of our time. Uh, but <clears throat> speaking of which, uh, the most consequential journalist of our time, Julian Assange, has actually broken a silence and written a letter to King Charles. And I thought today on this brief, quick podcast, I would read that to you. And if you don't mind, sorry, well, I had the window open. There it is. Uh, in advance, I apologize. This is an incredibly well-written letter. Uh, and you can actually find it at declassifieduk.org. Uh, it is a, it is just masterstroke of writing. Uh, it's so witty. It's so biting, tongue in cheek. And I'm going to read it in my terrible American, uh, you know, groaning accent. And I'm not going to do it justice. So I apologize to Mr. Assange for not being able to deliver it in maybe the most, the best manner it deserves, but here we go. Um, a kingly proposal. Letters from, uh, letter from Julian Assange to King Charles III. And it begins. To His Majesty King Charles III, on the coronation of my liege, I thought it only fitting to extend a heartfelt invitation to you to commemorate uh, uh, this momentous uh, occasion by visiting your very own kingdom within a kingdom, His Majesty's prison, Belmarsh. You will no doubt recall the wise words of a renowned playwright. The quality of mercy is not strained. It droppeth at the gentle, uh, as the gentle rain from heaven upon the place beneath. Ah, but what would the bard know of mercy faced with the reckoning at the dawn of your historic reign? After all, one can truly know the measure of a society by how it treats its prisoners and your kingdom has surely excelled in that regard. Your Majesty's prison, Belmarsh, is located at the prestigious address of One Western Way, London, just a short fox hunt from the old Royal Navy College in Greenwich. How delightful it must be to have such an esteemed establishment bear your name. It is here that 687 of your loyal subjects are held, supporting the United Kingdom's record as the nation with the largest prison population in Western Europe. As your noble government has recently declared, your kingdom is currently, <clears throat> excuse me, 
Your kingdom is currently undergoing the biggest expansion of prison uh, places in over a century. With this with its ambitious projects showing an increase of the prison population from 82,000 to 106,000 within the next four years. Quite the legacy indeed. As a political prisoner held at your majesty's pleasure on behalf of an embarrassed foreign sovereign, I am honored to reside within the walls of this world-class institution. Truly, your kingdom knows no bounds. During your visit, you will have the opportunity to feast upon the culinary delights prepared for your loyal subjects on a generous budget of two pounds per day. Savor the blended tuna heads and the ubiquitous reconstituted forms of what purportedly made, what are purportedly made from chicken. And worry not, for unlike lesser institutions such as Alcatraz or San Quentin, there is no communal dining in a, a mess hall. At Belmarsh, prisoners dine alone in their cells, ensuring the, the utmost intimacy with their meal. Beyond the gustatory pleasures, I can assure you that Belmarsh provides an ample educational opportunities for your subject subjects. As Proverbs 22.6 has it, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Observe the shuffling cues at the medicine hatch, where inmates gather their prescriptions, not for daily use, but for the horizon-expanding experience of a big day out, all at once. You will also have the opportunity to pay your respects to my late friend uh, Mano, uh, Manuel uh, or Manuel uh, Santos, a gay man facing deportation to Bolsonaro's Brazil, who took his own life just eight yards from my cell using a crude rope fashioned from his bedsheets. His exquisite tenor, tenor voice now silenced forever. Venture further into the depths of Belmarsh and you will find the most isolated place within its walls, healthcare or hellcare as its inhabitants, inhabitants lovingly call it. Here you will marvel at sensible rules designed for everyone's safety, such as the prohibition of chess, whilst permitting the far less dangerous game of checkers. Deep within, healthcare lies the most gloriously uplifting place in all of Belmarsh, nay, the whole of the United Kingdom, the sublimely named Belmarsh End of Life Suite. Listen closely and you may hear prisoners' cries of, Brother, I'm going to die in here, a testament to the quality of both life and death within your prison. But fear not, for there is beauty to be found within these walls, Feast your eyes upon the picturesque crows nesting in the razor wire and the hundreds of hungry rats that call Belmarsh home. And if you come in the spring, you may even catch a glimpse of ducklings laid by wayward mallards within the prison grounds. But don't delay, for the ravenous rats ensure their lives are fleeting. I implore you, King Charles, to visit His Majesty's prison, Belmarsh, for it is an honor befitting a king. As you embark upon your reign, you may always remember the words of King James' Bible of the King James Bible, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Matthew 5, 7. And may mercy be the guiding light of your kingdom, both within and without the walls of Belmarsh. Your most devoted, devoted subject, Julian Assange. A9379AY. So yeah, um, wow. Uh, what a way to... Uh, communicate back um i love julian assange he's awesome that is so well written um so yeah um 
Press Freedom Day. Uh, at least Julian Assange is getting some words out uh, this Saturday. So uh, on His Majesty's Coronation Day. Um, yeah. So um, that's all for that for now. Uh, really briefly, um, I wanted to give people an update. Yeah. So we are having the uh, Libertarian Party uh, of Oregon's uh, 2023 state convention. Uh, at the end of this month, it's going to be uh, Sunday, May 28th. Uh, that's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and I believe it's going to start around 9, but if you can get there a little earlier, to get, if you're going to come as a delegate and be registered, please come a little bit earlier so we can do your credentialing and get you a, like a name tag or wristband, I believe we'll use. Uh, so you can vote uh, during the convention. Um, and you can see everything and hear all the fun stuff and all the talks. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be May 28th. Sunday, uh, at the end of this month at Sean Gardner dancing. Uh, the, um, address is eight, nine, zero, zero Southwest commercial street, Tigard, Oregon, nine, seven, two, two, three. And, uh, since the convention is taking place kind of in the Portland Metro area, we're also going to be doing some events, um, probably the Friday and the Saturday beforehand, uh, maybe have an after party, uh, uh, at the end of the convention, those those uh, those events that are going to surround the convention weekend are going to be announced uh, beginning next week, I imagine. Um, so people have a chance to plan for them. But uh, if you want, if you need more information, you can go to lporegon.org/2023-convention. Uh, so that's the numbers two zero two three dash convention. But if you go to lporegon.org, you'll you'll see it. Uh, it's on the home, uh, front page, uh, the link to it. So, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we've got a convention coming up. Uh, we just finished our leadership elections. I'm pretty sure everyone that, um, uh, that ran, uh, that, that wasn't a write-in got elected, uh, because I, I think there were just enough candidates for most positions and, uh, and I think one or two write-ins also got elected. So that'll be exciting to see who those are. Um, but uh yeah I'll, we'll have that officially out hopefully soon um then yeah uh, we're also posting now more uh, often on our social media accounts um so if you want to go like and share our social media posts you can do that at, on facebook on twitter and instagram um uh, on facebook it's just facebook.com slash lp oregon instagram is uh uh, Instagram.com slash LPOregon.org. That's our handle, LPOregon.org on Instagram. We're working on getting a better one. And Twitter is LP Oregon, like Facebook. So at LP Oregon, you can find us. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's really awesome. Also, uh, at the convention, we'll be having Karen Ann Harlos, our national LP secretary, will be coming and joining us in person. And she's also, very much one of the party's major historians, if not the top one. Uh, and she's going to be bringing some, I guess, artifacts from the yesteryear of, uh, from the Libertarian Party of Oregon. Uh, I know there's a lot of new people in the party, probably don't have a whole lot of grasp on what our history uh, has been, what we've done. Most of us are kind of new. Uh, so it'll be good to get some historical context from her about where we, where we, how far we've come as a party. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it should be a good time. Please come out. Um, 
Uh, and I'm announcing this here first. I will be having a personal party at my my place. And if you're in the LP Oregon Discord, you'll figure out where that is. Uh, and I'll be announcing that more officially soon. But uh, the Friday before the convention, I think that's going to be the 26th. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll have a party at my place and out in Cascade Lock. So uh, yeah, uh, that should be a grand old time. Uh, so really quickly before we wrap up the short episode, I wanted to remind everyone, uh, just because you're all, you're my tribe, I I care about you all a lot. Uh, I want us all to be uh, super productive, functional humans, uh, live a long, happy, healthy life, be get a lot of uh, you know uh, activism and and you know wins for liberty. Please, please prioritize your mental and physical health. Uh, I have not done such a good job of that recently. And that's why I kind of had to take a break. I, after the, um, the event, uh, in DC, I would just, I just shot everything I had at that event, money, time, uh, my sanity. And I, I needed to take a bit of an extended break and then other projects that were kind of people were depending on me to do didn't not as much of it got done as I, I really should have been. It was kind of a critical moment and um, not the world's best at turning down projects when other things need my help. So um, I'm trying to get better about that, but uh, really if you find yourself struggling to get things done, maybe it's time to go back to basics and, you know, figure out a good routine uh, you know, a good supplement routine, make sure you're eating right, make sure you're doing things that are healthy for you, things that give you joy, maybe dropping, you know, some of your responsibilities that are giving you too much stress and overloading you, dropping those for a bit, relaxing and coming back. Don't get burnout. That's not a good idea. Don't be like me. <laughs> Cautionary tale. Um, uh, I definitely want to have a future episode where I talk about maybe, um, some things that have really helped me this last couple months kind of get back in this, the groove of things. I feel like I have a ton of energy now, again, uh, now that I've taken a moment to, you know, do some self-care. Uh, I want to talk about a lot of those things, a lot of, uh, different supplements, a lot of different, maybe mindset, uh, you know, techniques, um, that I think are helpful for me and might be helpful for you too. So, um, yeah, I want to share those in a future episode. Uh, and I might, do that. So, um, that's pretty much all for today. Um, I'll do another post uh, or another uh, podcast, uh, next week. And I think Peter's, uh, talking about getting back in the groove of doing foreign policy Fridays, which are great. Um, I definitely want to do more episodes about interesting Oregon central history. Cause I, I have found some really fun books that talk about uh, like the history of prohibition and moonshiners in Oregon and uh, the history of the uh, some an uh, anti-war movement in Oregon, particularly around, you know, conscientious, conscientious objectors. I bet, guess there was a conscientious objector camp in Cascade Locks where I live. And I, there's a whole book about it. And I found that a while ago and I really want to read it and, you know, maybe disseminate some of those tasty tidbits of information to all of you because it's super fascinating history. But uh, yeah, that I'm going to call it good for today. I uh, just want to let you know, yeah, I'm back. I'm going to try to get this going again. And 
Uh, I think my next episode will actually probably be uh, talking to Travis West, who is the chair of the Sherman County Party. I'm going to go to their meeting because it's relatively close to me uh, on Thursday. And hopefully we can record like a short interview with Travis West, who is also coming onto the board of the Libertarian Party of Oregon, I believe. Um, and yeah, it should be a good conversation with our one of our more active county affiliates. So anyway, take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. Be productive. Take care of yourselves. And I will see you uh, or talk to you <laughs> next week. Cheers.